0: Yeah, <laughs> I think this is time for me to call out um, my helpmate of fifty-two years. Um, when Dan gets uh, banged up or whatever. Um, Probably like a lot of you, uh, you don't uh, you don't show it in public, but uh, she sees every bit of it. it. Takes more than she deserves, and uh, I just want I just want to thank her for for driving me around and hauling me around and telling me to sit down and shut up and <laughs> and all that. But, we're going to talk about the uh, the second part of prayer this morning well it uh, it seems like a long time an hour is only 12 five minute segments when you break it down that way okay? when we uh, consider um who we're speaking to, who we're worshiping, who we who we are communing with. Sometimes that hour is just not it's just not long enough. So today you've been given a handout. One will look like this. Okay, this is the one we we will be dealing with uh, primarily. The other one, okay. That looks like this are, are basically the, uh, the names of the Father, names of God. <clears throat> so, as you go from left to right, filling this thing in, the first one we have is we are to give thanks. We to give we are to give thanks and the and the psalm that goes along with that is Psalm one thirty-six Psalm one thirty-six. We are to thank God for what? For everything. He's holy he's all-powerful, he's all-knowing, he's ever-present, all the attributes. Now, on this list that you have here, okay, my suggestion for you would be when you're having a bad day, go down that list and find out, okay, what matches what you're going through on that particular day. He's a faithful God. He's a forgiving God. He's a fortress of our salvation. And on and on and on. And this list is certainly not exhaustive. So let's just take time right now and and pray and thank God for who He is. Father, we just come to You right now. Thanking You for who You are. As it was said before, You are our Creator. You know our hearts inside and out. There's nothing that's hidden from You. And Lord, as much as sometimes we we get pinched, Lord, we, we thank You for that. So Father as we go through the message this morning and we talk about prayer let us take prayer seriously Father for it's a key to our relationship with you. We ask these things in Jesus name. Amen. Now the second one okay, which will be just, just, just to your right this is going to um, irritate some of you but it's Psalm 98 and during your prayer time I'm encouraging you to sing well, you don't know what my voice sounds like, no I don't maybe I don't want to but God wants to hear you sing His Word. Take a psalm. Take a hymn. Just sing. Sing His Word. Why is that important? Sing scripture. Sing a chorus. Sing a hymn. And again, why is that important? On many different levels. On many different levels. And if you haven't gone haven't done something like this before, I encourage you to take the time and at least go through this once and see if it changes your prayer life. The third one we have here is the church. Let's start with our local assembly. The reference for that one would be Ephesians 4, 14 through 16. Now here's where, just don't pray for our church. Just don't do that. Yes, we need that. As as an entire body, pray. Okay. Pray for each member by name. Pray for their guidance. Pray for their spiritual relationship. Pray for any known issues. that they've brought to your attention. Pray for those who sometimes, it, it won't be here, okay, but sometimes okay, I, I know in the guys who well, in Project 36, okay, will have a request there, okay, and, and specifically said, hey, I, I want you guys to pray and I just don't want everybody else to know about it. Okay, bring those up with that particular individual. This is the time and place to do that. And ladies, I'm sure... You have the same thing going on at, at Project 36 for yourself. But be encouraging. Praying for the church in general, okay, is it's good and we should do that. Praying for the church members individually is way much better. Why? Why? Any number of reasons. It not only draws you closer to that that particular person, okay? Now, you don't have to go around in arrogance and say, hey, I prayed for you this week. Okay, big deal. Okay? Aren't you supposed to? That, that would be my answer. Aren't you supposed to? Hello? But look, you folks know, you folks will be talking, I've got this going on this week, I've got this going on this week. That builds not only the relationship between you and that particular person that you're praying for, but it, it opens up a whole new thing of what it means to develop koinonia with one another. Now, now, we, now we talk a lot about fellowship and, and we should and, and that's part of what we'll get on later on but what we need to talk about is, is the koinia where I can come to you, any of you, and bear my soul and say, hey, now look, I'm not going to lay on you some things that, that are inappropriate, okay? That's where, that's where you have some individuals that you be able to develop that relationship with. But I should be able to come to you and, and say, hey, I'm in a hurt locker this week. I need your prayers. What's going on? And 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 develop that. The next one down is is you need to pray for your pastor. For obvious reasons. Okay? The first Thessalonians five and thirteen is the reference there. You need to pray for your pastor for strength, for wisdom. For boldness, for his health, for guidance, as he leads this local assembly. Now I know some of you think uh, that I'm just I'm the greatest thing since sliced bread and, and you know, yada yada. Okay. You know better than that. And by now, hopefully you've paid well enough attention, look. You know that I am certainly not perfect. I've got, look, I need your prayers. I need your prayers. And that's not being arrogant, okay? That's knowing the position that I hold, okay? Where's the attack going to come first from our enemy? If you can take the pastor out, Please pray for me. I need strength. I definitely need wisdom. I need boldness to to preach the word as God intended it to be preached. Health. I'm not getting any younger. And certainly pray for guidance. Now to kind of recap so far. We need to offer thanks to God for who and what he is. We need to sing. I know that sounds weird to you. Okay. But find, find a psalm. Find a, find a chorus. Find a hymn. But sing. Pray for each member in this assembly. By name. Pray for your pastor. The next one is, is pray the word. Okay, there's going to be some prayers throughout scripture that you can pray. Almost verbatim. So why should I sit there and just tax my brain when they were written down for me? Okay. Find one that meets the need. How many prayers are in your Bible? Ever thought about that? How many prayers are written down in your Bible? And I'm thinking it's not a stretch of the imagination. I'm thinking that basically anything you're going through Somebody in scripture has prayed about it. Go find it. Look it up. But caution. Just don't get locked into on one of them. Okay? Because you'll, you'll find one, okay, that'll be, be your favorite one. Guaranteed. You'll find one to will be your favorite one. Okay. I- expand your horizons. Okay. Don't get locked in on it. The number six or the next one Okay, we're going from left to right. The next one there in that small slot, okay, which will be right about here. If you're filling this out, okay, it's petition. James five and verse one tells us to bring our petitions. Petitions are requests for yourself. These are needs in your own personal life. They can go whatever whatever you have a need in your own life. This is where we need to pray about it. Sometimes we get I don't want to say sanctimonious about it but sometimes we just get in a frame of mind maybe uh, that we're praying for everybody else and we just blow over those things that we need to pray and ask God to help us on a personal level. We need to do this more than we do intercession okay now now intercession okay first Samuel 12 and 23 is a, is the verse there intercession is a request for others that's case in point okay right here our prayer list okay. Now, how many how many of us take this in for a prayer time? How many of us try to remember it off the top of our heads? You know, I may think I'm good, but I am not that good to remember every one of these, okay? And you'll have others, you will have others that aren't on this list. Don't be afraid, okay? A a, a lot of times we we get into, into the mode of uh, sitting here okay and, and assuming a posture of prayer you know we got to close our eyes we're got to be squinting and be so serious well if that works for you but how am I supposed to read this list with my eyes closed uh-huh. Pray for others, pray for the world, pray for opportunities to share the gospel. The next one is listen. Listen. What's the verse there? Anybody? You know it. Psalm 4610. Be still. Be still. Okay, I'm still. No, I'm not. I may be still on the outside, but this thing still I mean this thing is just clicking. A mile a minute. Be still. Ask God to help you have stillness in your prayer time and not think about all the gobbledygook that's going on around you. This is a time where being still and listening to what God has for you will not only Bring to light some of those things that you've forgotten to pray for. Okay. It'll also bring to light possibly where where, where God's leading you. Have you ever had that uh, said to you? Okay. If you be quiet a moment, you can hear what I say. Now we do that with our kids a lot because our kids want to do that, okay? But remember when we were kids, we did the same thing, okay? And I know this is going to sound crude, okay? But a lot of times God just tells me, Dan, shut your pie hole. Let me talk for a while. I got something to say to you. Yes, Lord. You know how hard that is for Dan? I think some of you do. I think some of you do. But listen, and you know, as he's talking to me, he also may bring some of those things that I need to confess to light that I've buried in the back of my mind. I don't want to think about, and God will go, "Hey, Dan, what about this?" Oh Lord, I, I just put that in the back of my mind. Yes, you did. I bring it to light. But how am I going to understand that? How am I going to get that if I'm jabbering all the time? I'm not. Be still. The next was number nine. Read the word. Psalm. 119 and 105 I'm reading the word to gain knowledge not just to have knowledge to gain knowledge on who God is and how he's working in my life. Those of us have been married more than six weeks There's quite a few of you here, okay? What is the best time you've had with your mate? I don't mean to be rude or or whatever, okay? Uh, Beyond the physical encounters, okay? What is the best time you've had with your mate? Is that time you've gotten to know them that time where you spent the time to get to know them on on an intimate level who is this God that we serve How is he working in my life? Number ten Confession, First John one nine. What's he say there? Somebody quote that off? We our sins. He's, faithful and just to us. He's faithful and just to do what? To forgive. Okay. Faithful to forgive and cleanse our innermost being. our innermost being. Let's look at this again. We thank him, we sing to him, we pray for each other, you pray for your pastor, you pray the word, you pray for petition for yourself, intercession for others. You listen, you're still You read the word to gain knowledge of who Jesus is. Who God is. And then you come to him as he brings things to light to confess. The next one is praise. Didn't we already do that? Maybe. Maybe. There's a verse over there in Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. It says, Bring a sacrifice of praise. What's that all about? What's that all about? Read script- scripture, quote poetry sing anything that brings praise and honor and glory to God how many remember that chorus we bring the sacrifice of praise to the Lord remember that one What's that talking about? It's talking about this very thing. When's the last time you, you took a portion of Scripture and read it in praise to your Savior? When's the last time you found a poem that it means something to you and it honors our God? We get hung up when we talk about well we worship, okay? And we'll talk about that later on down the road. But worship is more, okay, than just singing a bunch of songs in here. Worship is a lifestyle. Now look, I know some of you guys, you know, you couldn't carry a tune if your life depended on it. I understand that. I do. But God said make a joyful noise to the Lord. And he emphasizes the noise. Okay? Have you ever been okay, out and heard a bunch of frogs croaking? I'm sure some of you have been fishing in you know, the early hours of the morning and all that and you hear all, the, all those croaks going on. What is that? I like to consider that praise to our Savior. Praise to the Lord. Now if that frog, you know, maybe, it might be. I think I sound a little better than the frog. Maybe. But if the frog could do it, why can't we? And the last one is meditation. Meditation. You'll have Joshua uh, chapter 8, or chapter 1, excuse me, chapter 1 and verse 8. Not only are we to be still and listen to what God has to say and obey His direction, okay, okay, We need to understand, okay, that we're not the end all and be all of God's creation. We need to understand that we need Him. We need to understand that. We have we have all these we have all these verses at our disposal. We have all this. We have all this. And we have this. And we have that. We have the commentaries. We have we have we got a we're over over of stuff. But how often do we sit? and meditate. I'm not talking to be in some stupid trance or whatever, okay? That's not what I'm talking about. But How often do we sit, shut our brains off, okay, to the point where we're not gonna get all this chatter going on, but we're listening to our Heavenly Father and we're meditating on His Word. And it may be a passage, it may be a verse, it may be a half a verse, When's the last time we've spent time doing that? Now, this is not a hard and fast uh, order, if you will. I know there's some that may feel uh, compelled to have confession as a second thing. You know, Some of us have been taught, well, God don't hear your prayers unless you, you know. I think that's more of a Baptist thing than anything. But. <laughs> okay. God knows your heart. And you may feel more comfortable thanking Him right after that confession for who He is. Thank you for what you've done for me. The order doesn't really matter. The elements do. Does that make sense? Whatever your preference is, whatever your preference is, include these, and you'll have you'll have an hour of prayer. You will have an hour of prayer. And that's what I encourage you to do. Okay. We talked last week a little bit about, about uh, prayer, okay, being the driving force and all the all the functions of the church. Okay. It's true. We can do all these things, okay, and be great at them. But unless we have the connection through prayer, they're all for naught. They're all for naught. Prayer is where we get our power. Prayer is where our relationships gain their strength. Not only with one another, but with our heavenly Savior. Let's pray.